it's time for the Super Coach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. And here's your hosts, Paulie G, Ryan MS, Peter Hanscom, and Andrew Muldock Molinaroli. Sure, it's time. Queensland team just announced New South Wales, of course, done over the, the weekend. Origin is just around the corner. We've still got some footy to talk about here on the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable podcast. I am Paulie G, and we've got the full roundtable with us again this week. Uh, Peter Hanscom, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, thanks. Paul, how are you? Yeah, can't I'm complain. looking forward to Origin, that's for sure. Yeah, me too, me too. Ryan MS joins us as always. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, doing well. Doing well. Can't complain at all. And Andrew Muldock, Mullinaroli from the Northern Beaches. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Yeah, looking forward to Origin like the other boys. Yeah, it should be good. And uh, your boys, uh, they're a couple of lucky select- selections, Nate. Miles, Dylan Walker will go into that shortly. <laughs> one, one for each team. And we've also got Pat Lyons from Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care with us. How are you, mate? Good, Paul. How are you, mate? Good, good. Uh, looking forward to just over a week away, the origin. I guess the team's being announced really, you know, and they're going into camp makes it feel pretty pretty close. Yeah, they should be. They're probably in camp down near my place, actually. Um, yeah, well, well they've got up, up this. Yeah, this this year I think they're uh, gone up to Coffs Harbour, so they're doing that. Oh, okay. and, but you're right; they'll they'll eventually be back in uh, in uh, Coogee area. So uh, you never know. If you're down that area, you might run into them. <laughs> Let's uh, get into the injuries. We've got a few to get through. Start with a couple of. Penrith players, I'll tell you what, bad luck for Peter Hicku. He's uh, season over with an ACL injury, and I guess, yeah, we, we've talked about these injuries already, Pat. Not much to really, not much else to really say and, until next season, but this, you know, there's a long term layoff for, for Peter Hicku. Yeah, unlucky, but you know, at least nine to 12 months, and um, maybe, maybe less if he's lucky. And the other one, the boom you know, youngster, James Fisher Harris, suffering a fractured thumb. A lot of people. Would have had him in their lineups or bring him in and looking to bring him in, and uh, definitely using him on fan sports on our, our daily leagues. But um, fractured thumb, they're saying six to eight weeks. You know, is it is it roughly right? I mean, he's a forward. You know, he's he's a big runner of the ball. I mean, maybe could he come back a bit earlier, or is it pretty much standard? Uh, probably standard if it's depending what's fractured, but um, it's pretty hard to get back on the field early for those ones. Uh, six to eight is probably about right. right. It's um, it's bad luck. Look, if you own him, I mean, he's probably due, you know, <laughs> had been due to sort of keep going up and up and up. But at this stage, six to eight weeks, it's going to be hard to hold over the origin period where you're already so um, light on for players' um, availabilities. Cameron Munster from the Storm. He got an elbow hyper extension uh, in the second half of the game last night against the Eels playing on. Um, obviously, because that game's just been played, we haven't got the same details as some of the stuff that happened earlier in the weekend. Uh, hyper extensions, you know, we hear more about knees than elbows. He was able to play on, but um, sort of how, how does that, how will that potentially shake out in the wash? Uh, sometimes they can get back on pretty quickly, and mainly because you can, if there's no serious damage done, you can kind of, you can strap the elbow and, and block the full extension movement pretty effectively, yep. so you can kind of protect it. Um, Which we saw it on the do. field. Um, but they, depends how desperate they are to use him. Because yeah, uh, we saw them do that last night, they really strapped it right up, but he's basically running with 
with one arm and protecting it, but he was able to stay out there. The, the I guess two factors is they've got the bye this week, so he gets the extra week's recovery, and also the fact they've just been decimated in the outside backs with injuries, so they'll be desperate to sort of um, get him out there, I guess, or keep him out there if he possibly can. So um, two yeah, weeks time. I guess the key will be to see this, whether the scan turns up a you know a structure that's actually been injured or whether it's the strain to the joint capsule that's painful and can be strapped up but it's not too dangerous to play um that that's what we'll have to work out and then decide from there right right so it's going to be one where if you did own him and and, and you weren't targeting to get rid of him over this bye week for the storm you might want to certainly wait and see we will know more in a week from now um two other players from that game but from the Parramatta Eels Bo Scott a corked thigh can you sort of go through I mean he's hopeful of returning has been named for this week's game Um, he's a pretty tough character too Bo Scott will be a bit probably peeved missing out on origin selection Um, yeah yeah. (laughs) Um, so the corks you can you know you can you can get back in a week if you if they get a little work done it sort of depends how bad it is to start with so um, sometimes they can be in a week or a couple of weeks and then other times I've seen them you know not that I deal with a lot of professional athletes but sometimes they can hang around for three or four weeks interesting too because you know he was on the sideline for a while there on the bikes desperately trying to keep it warm and potentially get back out there I mean that's the type of type of player he is and yeah, so I guess we'll see with Eels a lot of off-field drama as well going on. It might end up playing into it. Um, lucky for the, for them, they don't play till this Monday night, so they do get the full week's rest. Um, Kieran Foran, Foran, he's been in the news for a lot of the wrong reasons lately. He picked up a knock to his shoulder. Now, scans have cleared him of major injuries, been named this week. He will be treated for inflammation. So um, apparently he had to take painkilling injections to finish the game last night uh, is it just a case of, of playing through the pain barrier uh, potentially it, it sounds like if the scans are clear and then it's probably more of a uh, an acute bursitis and inflammatory sort of irritation and if they can calm that down effectively over the week then and get him to the point where it's you can control his pain and he should be able to um, get out there and play it shouldn't be dangerous for the shoulders whether whether he wants to put up with the the uh, pain or the limitation in movement and finally, Brock Lamb from the Knights. A young you know, young guy, probably not really looking at Newcastle players at this stage anyway. Um, sidelined for approximately eight weeks with an ankle injury. Uh, I guess the day new supercoach-wise, Jalen Feeney's been named in his stead. So a guy that you may have brought in at the start of the year and not managed to trade out yet could end up helping you over the origin period. Pat, thank you so much uh, for that. We're going to chat more next week, day before Origin. It's going to be a great show next week. Um, make sure you get down to Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care. If you do have some issues that need uh, physio attention, Pat is the guy to see in the Sydney area. You can give him a call on 02-9665-9667 or visit their website, www.coogeebay.physio. Highly recommend it. And the thing with um, Pat is it's not just those sporting injuries, as he said, you know. Uh, you've got back, neck injuries. Um, you yeah, might have done it at work, might have done it sleeping. Uh, get down and see him. And if you go via our website, www.supercoachpros.com, you can book online for a 20% discount. Just follow the links there on the front page. 
great offer and you know <laughs> certainly if you need that pat is the guy to see pat uh we'll see you next week have a good week look forward to it mate speak to you soon yeah, and I guess the, the base unfortunate there, Peter Hicku and Pete. I thought he was starting to look pretty good there for the Panthers too. Yeah, absolutely. The, the Panthers just really starting to get it together, apart from a very close uh, late loss against the, the Titans the other day. But, yeah, Hicku was just really, I thought, starting to find his feet. And then, yeah, he goes down with a season-ending injury. It's terrible luck, but that's nature of the game, unfortunately. Yeah, absolutely. And... Um, Let's go into the round 11 wrap. Matt Gillette, the best for the Brisbane Broncos. That great match against the Cowboys, of course, 110 supercoach points. The only other one to hit 100 was Tyrone Phillips. And I know that, uh, Peter, was one that you had talked about last week. So hopefully some of our listeners got in on that one. Just did time for that big 101. Uh, Sulesi Vunavala, he's been excellent for the Storm. Just the one lower game the week before, but back to his best. <laughs> it was a great matchup, Ryan. The Fijians, you know, I guess the ex-Fiji now, you could say, and Semi Rajaraja coming up against Vunavala. I, I loved it. Yeah, it was good. It was good. The funny thing was that, yeah, you out of all those... Guys, you'd expect Radrado to be the one who to at least score one try. Yeah, he ended up ended up with a duck egg. Yeah, he still didn't do too bad. Supercoach. Oh no, no, no. But um, well, but two tries for Vunavalu and ninety nine Supercoach points. Bryce and Goodwin. It was a great matchup, and you're really going to have to watch that moving forward against the Dragons. Left centres, um, ninety six points. He came through for you, as did Adam Reynolds, ninety six in that. You know, or origin audition. His namesake, Josh Reynolds. Andrew, probably a little bit unlucky there. 94 super coach points. Dylan Walker, I, I sort of talked about that at the start of the show a little bit in, in jest, but Josh Reynolds, you know, he probably had an eye on that number 14 spot. Yeah, he's, you know, the last couple of weeks he's been, he's been playing all right. You know, everyone says he's got really good energy, on, you know, off the bench, and, you know, you can't really deny that when you set, saw him last year come off the bench when the, uh, the doggies had. Four or five halfbacks. Um, yeah, so he, he probably would feel a bit hard done by because, yeah, he, uh, there's not much more he, I don't think he could have done. I mean, he's defending great. He's scoring tries, setting him up, and his kicking's been pretty good. So, yeah, probably a bit unlucky, and, and Walker probably probably should go buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> and if you're talking super coach, you know, points to get an idea of how these guys went on in the round. You, you can look no further to those two, but there's more on this list after Nathan Peets, who I guess, you know, is third on the pecking order for New South Wales. Hooker, 94 points. Big game moving to the Gold Coast there um, from the week before. So that was, you know, pleasing to see and a big upset victory for them. Mitchell Pearce didn't get... The Guernsey in the end, but 89 Supercoach points was uh, one of the Roosters' best, as was Boyd Cordner, who did get the role ahead of maybe a bit um, unlucky Bo Scott there. 88 points for Cordner. Ben Barber, 88. Big game for him for the Sharks. And there we know with the Seagulls. And Jordan Rankin finally getting an opportunity at fullback um, after missing out the week before. And coming through, 87 Supercoach points there. So that was... Uh, well worth seeing, but I tell you what, you might, it might have been too late for your planning because Jason Taylor, of course, naming him on the wing and then doing that late change, bringing in Josh Adokar, who had a big game as well. We've touched on the Origin teams a bit already on the show, so let's go through them now. Um, for the Blues, interesting, Matt Moylan's going to be the fullback with Mansour on the wing uh, with Blake Ferguson, Dugan in the centres with Michael Jennings. The halves pairing, a new look halves pairing again in James Maloney, and also Adam Reynolds, um, the the forward pack. You know, it's un, 
sure at this stage because they've only named it as a squad. So we're sort of projecting Greg Bird at lock, Paul Gallen, Aaron Woods is at props, um, Josh Jackson in the second row with board Cordner there, um, obviously Robbie Farah, um, Hooker. Um, the bench, that's where it's a bit unknown. Fafita, Clemmer and Frizzell probably fighting for two spots. Dylan Walker, as we mentioned before, perhaps the fortunate one there, and James Tammer, who may end up starting, but um, you know that's the best that we can gauge. Queensland have named their 1-17 to 17 now. Um, just been named hot off the presses. Darius Boyd, fullback. Corey Oates, Dane Gagai on the wings. Greg Inglis, Justin O'Neill, the centres. Jonathan Thurston, Cooper Cronk in the halves. No surprises really here as we go down the list. Matt Scott and eight miles. Props with Corey Parker, Locke, Cameron Smith, Hooker and Matt Gillette and Sam Thide will start on the edges. Michael Morgan, Aidan Guerra, Josh Papali, Josh Maguire are the bench at... Um, yeah, Pete, what, what do you make of the two teams? Just just quickly, um, before we get into some Supercoach uh, origin cover players. I think the New South Wales' team is pretty good. My only a couple of little issues with it, I, I still don't like Dugan in the centres. I know he's played at centre there for, for New South Wales before. I think, personally, you've got to name him a fullback if he's going to be there. I'm not saying Warren's not going to do a good job, but... Their new halves combo might be a problem, but gee, on the other flip side of it, the Queensland team looks absolutely dynamite. Uh, Nate Miles was also a little bit lucky to be there proper, but would have Maguire starting over Nate, My- uh, Nate Miles. Yeah. Miles was a little lucky to be in the squad. Yeah, I understand Miles being picked, but I do agree about Maguire getting the start. Um, did New South Wales pick too many new players, Ryan, do you think, or have they got, a, got the balance right? Um, well, I'm guess, yeah, you're going to find out when they play, but um, <laughs> I, look, I'm not necessarily, there's a few selections which are a little bit touch and go for me, but as a whole group, well, you know, they've certainly, all the players are talented there. I mean, you don't get, you don't normally get picked if you don't have some degree of talent for origin. So we'll see how it goes. Um, it could be a spectacular backfire. And if that's the case, well, basically, New South Wales is going to wear it. If they end up, um, you know, jagging game one, um, then everyone's going to look like a genius. I've seen a lot of new halves combinations over the years, and they seem to take time to get settled. And then by the time they are settled, well, it's a new year, and we've lost, and they make changes again. So I'm very worried about that. Although, in saying that, Adam Reynolds is probably overdue. Andrew, um, yeah, I guess a couple of questions first, you know, Bryce Cartwright, maybe the unlucky guy to miss out, but in general, have, have, have New South Wales got it right? I think so. I mean, I mean, we can joke all we like about Walker, but he, he's a classy player. He just hasn't been in great form. So, I mean, it's not that left of field. I mean, and we saw how good Reynolds can be with a great forward pack. I mean, in 2014 with, you know, the Burgesses steaming up the field and he was just such a good um Playmaker, so and his kicking game second to none in in the NRL. So I, I do like the team. I think, um, yeah, I think our forward, our, especially our back row, is quite strong. And I think we could probably, when I say we, New South Wales, I mean, um, yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, the back row is really strong. So that being said, I, you know, I think we can dominate their forwards, and and you know, Reynolds can go from there. Yeah, I'm worried about the lack of experience. I wonder whether they could have chose one out of Moylan and Reynolds and then tried to find someone a bit more experienced. Maybe Pete suggested that Dugan at fullback. But I, I understand why they've gone that way. Andrew, I'll stay with you because we're talking about that back row. Tyson Frizzell, he's, you know, he's an edge runner. 
Um, some stories we're hearing saying he's in the squad. Uh, I mean, well, he obviously he's in the squad. He's in the actual 17. The other ones we're hearing he's going to drop out. It's a tough one now, super coach wise Maybe you're looking to bring him in. Maybe you're like my team. He's already in your team. You know, you sort of bank that he wouldn't get selected. How confident could you be that he's going to be man to drop out, or do you think he'll be one of Fafita or Clemmer? I, just, I don't think it'll be Clemmer, and I think they need Fafita in the team. So it's, yeah. I think it's got to be Frizzell. So for me, I'd be banking on him playing this weekend. Yeah, we'll talk about the Cowboys-Dragons game later on in our previews, but obviously he's not been named, so it's an interesting one there. Um, but, you know, he's one of those good cover players to, to own over Origin, and speaking of that thing, you know, those sort of players, Ryan, four trades this week, doesn't mean you need to use them all, we'll talk a bit about trade um, tactics in a moment as well, but do you have a couple of guys that you're sort of looking at um, to to bring in this round that you're going to be using over this origin period? Um, well, it's it's quite um, hard to pick that um, at the moment. But the guy that I'm looking to bring in um, at least is um, is um, Isaac de Goyce. Um Yes, I know he doesn't uh, bring a hell of a lot of points for you, but no. over, over that period... He's going to get you something, and, he, and with Parramatta having a good buy draw, he's playing every um, one, isn't he? Of those three, that's that's right. And you're hoping maybe he can just make you some cash. Yeah, pretty much. He, he's a stopgap measure for the for this for this period. He's been disappointing. I was hoping we'd get more out of him um, the last two rounds. It hasn't really happened. I, I'm not sure why. I don't know if they're going to look to case of Pritchard more. You know, I'm concerned about it. I thought De Goyce would, with his tackling, would hit 50 each week. He hasn't been able to do that so far, um, even though he's played enough minutes to do that. So I'm, yeah. I'm, it's yeah. one to monitor, isn't it? But there's not a lot of hooking options out there. Hodgson came back this week, uh, or, the, or the round just gone with a big game, but he had to do it from the bench. He's been a bit below yeah. what he was earlier in the year. And obviously the Raiders, you know, they play this round coming up, but they'll miss round 15 so there is still you know a lot to balance there and then most of the other hookers the big name hookers you know you're not going to be able to get much out of them Jake Friend was the other one not playing this round but you know will play round 15 but he's dropped off significantly the last two weeks as well Pete what do you think about the um, origin cover players for from a super coach perspective tricky um just looking at the schedule of games this reminds me uh, bring nightmares back to a couple of you guys, but uh, remember the win by the baby Broncos years ago at Campbelltown uh, uh, during Origin period when they were, they were down on, on did troops. Did you have to bring it up? They play each other this Friday. Pete. I know. I <laughs> don't ever, it, never, it never ever comes up in the media, Pete. I don't know why you yeah. <laughs> Yes. Um, oh, gee, it's a tough call, but um, a couple of these, these younger Broncos might be worthwhile. If someone bringing temporarily might be like Lachlan Maranta. Last year was his, he was um, the Broncos' top try scorer, one of the highest try scorers in the competition. So as a winger, it could be well worthwhile. Um, apart from that, it's, it's a little bit difficult, I must admit. Um, but yeah, that's where a player that I would be uh, potentially looking at, for sure. Maranta's interesting because he's He's probably he's a first grader that can't yeah. get into that lineup. 
and that's what you're really now saying, well, yeah, you might get him this round, but is he going to drop back off? But he's one injury away. We've already seen Corey Oates, you know, he had some issues last week. Jack Reed also. Like, at some point, someone's going to get injured there in that back line, and he's the obvious answer, especially with guys like Kahu that can fill multiple positions. Miranda can just slot in on the wing, regardless of what happens to, to who it is that, that he's, you know, that has to be replaced. Uh, Andrew, have you targeted? I mean, we, we talk a lot about Dragons and Eels players, but, you know, they, they're not very inspiring super coach wise um, It makes it tough, doesn't it, with this the bye draw not really balancing out as to the, the top super coach performed teams. No, that's right. So, I mean, someone who I'm I'm targeting is um the opposite of Ryan. I'm gonna I'm actually gonna go for Casey Pritchard. He's yep. you know pretty low price at the moment, so you could probably get him. You can get him in at 131,000, and then you know maybe it's time to start looking at the home stretch. So you know bring him in and you know trade up to someone. So you know Fisher Harris is out now for another six weeks. So maybe take him out. It looks like he's gonna you know get close to his potential. So take, taking him out and making some money off him in case of Pritchard, I, I, I really think he's going to start, you know, scoring more super coach points just because he's there now, you know. Pete is there. Is, so. it, it, does Arthur, I mean, what happens now at the Eels? I mean, this opens up a can of worms talking about these two hookers because you can talk about the whole club now. And we, we've, we've kind of we've said, oh, let's just steer clear. Let's not... You know, I know they've got a great buy draw, but as this has all unfolded, the salary cap stuff, Kieran Foran stuff, now we're hearing about Corey Norman off-field stuff. It just keeps, the hits keep coming for the Eels. But at some point, well, now we are here, the Eels play rounds 12, round 15, round 18, and we're trying to get our teams together. And here's a team, you know, here's a, here's a club that have players available, and we don't know how to pick them. Does Brad Arthur, after two losses, say... We're still a shot here. We've got to probably win 11 of our last 13, but we've got a decent enough squad. But do I need to make a couple of little changes to my team to get them back where they need to be because they've been off their game the last two ga- two matches? And is one of them, case of Pritchard, even starting or certainly getting, you know, at least 40 minutes? Well, I think so. He, you, know, you know what you're going to get from De Goyes, but he's not as dynamic as Pritchard. I mean, Pritchard's still young, um, so maybe he's kind of lead him into the team that way. But like I said, Degois is going to make his 40 tackles, but he's not, you're not going to get too much else out of him. So I, with Pritchard, I have noticed he's played a little bit in the back row as well. So he might, you know, become like that Nathan Peach. Maybe he will eventually start starting and then dropping back to the back row or, or something like that. You know, he's not the biggest back row in the world, but, you know, he's got that potential. So I think that's something to, to think about. Uh, just His price, I think, at the moment is just too good. To uh, to pass up, plus his his buy draw is too good to pass up as well. The Eels um, bench in general are ones to sort of watch through this period and perhaps beyond Pritchard Terrapo, David Gow I thought was good last night, and Kenny Edwards has been pretty impressive the entire um, season so far. If any one of those gets more opportunity, they're going to make you some cash um, because they have they've shown some ability all four in their own way. Uh, this is Supercash Professionals Roundtable podcast. Uh, we do it each and every week. You can find us on iTunes there uh, or on the website, www.supercoachpros.com. Head on there now. You'll get the recaps. The previews won't be too far away either. And, of course, follow us on Twitter at Supercoach Pros. 
get all the up-to-date information, including the last-minute uh, team changes, the final team lineups. We do an hour before kickoff each and every week. Another thing, if you're following us on Twitter lately, you would have seen about our fan sports promotions, and we've got a great, um, great uh, deal again from fan sports for this Sunday. The Raiders-Bulldogs game, it's a private competition, $50 worth of prize money is on the line. Um, and all you have to do to enter, you can just follow us on follow on the website, www.supercoachpros.com. Follow the links there to enter. If you've already signed up, then uh, you can still follow there for the links and just sign in. Otherwise, you can join now. It's very simple to do and quite a bit of prize money on the line. Um, certainly worth it. It's going to be a big game. We're going to talk about it in the previews about that game in particular because there's probably going to be a lot of points scored in that one. But, uh, I mean... Yeah, Andrew, it's it's fun, it's free, you know, and and there's money to be <laughs> to be had, and and it's joining the community, you know. It, we'll, you'll be playing against stars if you think you can, yeah, take us on. We'll all be there, um, you know. See if you can you can beat our our best options. Yeah, I was just about to say, what's fun, you know, get in there and see if you can match it with the, the pros, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's fun and um, yeah. You know, we're not always 100% spot on, but, I mean, we're always pretty close to the top. So if you think you can take us, bring it on. Bring it on. That's what I say. Now's the now's the time to, to show uh, how you done. It's not going to cost you anything, and you might just walk away with the with a bit of uh, money in your hip pocket after all that. Um, we've got to move on to the price predictors and its trap. We'll come back to that game when we do the previews a little bit later in the show. Uh Mainly upside players this round, rather than the downside with the with the buyer coming. So let's look mainly at them. Three cheapies to uh, potentially look at this round, and a couple of others that could still be very interesting. Josh Adokar's the big one. Ryan, he's predicted to basically, um, yeah, he, he could go up seventy, eighty thousand. Um, looks really good, but, but can can the Tigers keep picking him? Because the word that I that I believe you. What you've heard as well, but I've heard, is that he's not in the 25-man um, squad. The Tigers haven't announced that publicly, but if he's in that second tier, every time someone becomes available um, in their main squad, he's got to step back. Yeah. Um, I, whether or not that is the case, I'm not sure. But um, look, he seems to be, at the very least, super coach-wise. A guy who who has the possibility to um certainly put some points on. Um, mm. He's he's grabbed a try in um, last weekend and the game against Melbourne as well. Um, so yeah, he's an option, and it's just one of those things. Um, he's he's in the team this week. Um, I guess the Tigers still have uh, Tedesco missing, um, which would you know leave a gap for that extra person, but. Yeah, it's just one of those things. When he comes back, that's where they're going to have to make a decision. And then, and the one bright area for the Tigers all year has been their three-quarter line. Guys like Naguama, Nofaluma, you know, they've been good. And Rankin's coming good now, you know, especially playing at fullback. So it's going to be harder for him to find his way in there if everyone's fully healthy. But you'd think he's, he's, he's moved his way up. And very safe under the high ball too. It's not just his attack that... Um, Gives him reason to be picked. Jarvid Bowen's right up there as, as well, being named for the Cowboys this week. 72000 due to make. So, you know, 
not a bad option to bring in. Obviously, long term, you're not going to get as much out of him, you wouldn't think. But he's still first man, first cab off the rank if there's an injury to their back line up there in North Queensland. Tyrone Phillips, Pete mentioned him uh, last week, so hopefully he got him then because uh, he's already gone up, but he's going to go up another 43,000. The issue, again, is how much opportunity is he going to get. He definitely plays this week, no Hopawadi, but Josh Morris not getting the nod with New South Wales. It sort of balances things back out. Maybe with Hopawadi back, Phillips should be the man to make way. Pete, I'll go with you because we've already chatted a bit about the Eels already, but there's a bunch of players on this list. Semi Rajaradra is the biggest, but Michael Gordon, Vaitu Tai, another cheapie, and even Manu Mau looking at nice increases um, this weekend. Yeah, the, uh, well, as we've said about the uh, the Eels already, they've got a, a favourable draw through uh, through Origin. So, yeah, there's a few options there, but as we said, we don't know how they're going to play. Um, outside has been reasonably impressive. Um, but, yeah, that would be where I would be looking at. Um, but, yeah, Semirad Radra, you, you know, like he was had a hard matchup against Melbourne the other night, as we said. So, in the future, you would expect him to, to, do, to do well again. Um, so, yeah, that would be the options I would be looking at there, I think. Um, some of the Red others Raja, might be a little definitely. bit risque. But, yeah, that's where I would be looking at this stage. Red Raja could definitely be one to bring in uh, this week with that good origin draw. Let's move on now to the Round 12 previews. Uh, the Broncos v the Tigers. Well, Jordan Carr, who's back at fullback there with um, Greg Eden, Lachlan Moran and on the wings. Jared Wallace and Joe Offen Goway come into that middle third and also Jaden Sua in for Matt Gillett. Jay Arrow, Herman Assisi and Tepai Pango are the new bench. Kevin Naguama returns for Michael Cheekham there for the Tigers while Tim Grant gets the start with no Aaron Woods. Suaso Sue's the new man returning on the bench. Big upgrades for Ben uh, Hunt and Anthony Milford. Kahu could be another good option at the fullback where Tigers are pretty hard to trust. We mentioned that O'Carr before. He has shown abilities before, particularly in your fan sports leagues. Look, there's origin outs here for the Broncos, Ryan, but um, still they look like the guys to own, the ones remaining. Yeah, 100%. Um, honestly, that team looks like looks better than, you know, um, a quarter of the sides playing. In this, <laughs> playing. So I don't know how, how they managed to do that. Um, I, look, it's... Uh, I don't know if any of you guys watch not the NRL news, but um, sometimes you... The celery sombrero comes to mind, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, uh, that, we'll move yeah, on. We'll move on. The guy, the guys who, um, uh, I, I think, uh, definites, um, obviously Milford and Hunt, um, James Roberts and Jordan Carr. Who I, I think they're the guys who are um, really going to benefit a lot, um, and possibly guys like um, Alex Glenn. Um, just in the back line, uh, they'll be running, you know, running short lines off um, off the halves and the Tigers' um, defence hasn't exactly set the world on fire of late. Um, for the Tigers, well, um, they're loving um, Elijah Taylor at the moment and he's doing some decent things supercoach-wise. Um, could be a point of difference in the future, depending on how he goes. High floor, doesn't he? Because he makes so many tackles. You know, he won't. He's not going to pull an Anthony Melford or a Kyle Feld on you. <laughs> no, it doesn't, doesn't seem like he'll do that. Um, the Tigers, the back line, um, 
one of them's got a chance. I'm not sure who. It just depends on how it goes and um, basically how the team goes. Um, they're just so inconsistent. It's very difficult to um, to put your finger on on the one guy who's going to um, do something for them. Yeah, and that's it. And, and the Broncos, they're just so tough to score in. I mean, I mentioned felt jokingly, but 14 against Brisbane last week. You know, that's the sort of downside that these, you know, reasonable supercoach players can have when playing Brisbane because they're just defensively so stifling. So you've really got to be aware of that, especially uh, if you're playing in fan sports, some of those upside Tigers, outside backs might not quite have that same ceiling um, because of that matchup. Dragons v the Cowboys. Jason Nightingale goes to fullback with Kurt Mann on the wing. Look, that may end up swapping. I know Mann had a horror day, Steve Maven-esque, you know, a number of weeks ago at fullback and hasn't been seen since. But um, surely uh, Mann on the wing seems odd. Thompson's in for Frizzell, but we think Frizzell might end up playing anyway, which probably means Marquetto, who played really well last week, would go back to the bench. Benji Marshall's back. Uh, for the Cowboys, a bunch of changes there. Um, we've got new halves combinations in Jerome Hughes and Ray Thompson. Jarvid Bowen, as we mentioned before, in the centres. Scott Bolton, Ben Hammett, the new props. Cohen Hess is on the bench. Roy Costation also returning. Um, probably Gavin Cooper, Ethan Lowe, Jason Tamalo, the best. Jarvid Bowen could be a good upside play as well. We talked about left centres uh, earlier in the show. Well, that's where um, Bowen played before, although Kane Linnett, is it the regular left centre, so that will be sort of one to watch, but um, certainly the Dragons have struggled there. Pete, maybe Mitch Range for St George, Illawarra, but oh, I don't know, yeah, even though the Cowboys yeah. have some guys out, this is a tough matchup for them. Yeah, there's not a lot of um, there's not a lot of positive to say about the Dragons in the, the super coach wise there, that's for sure. They're just not scoring enough points, the ball's not getting out there enough. Um, yeah, was just, I agree with you, what uh, bad uh, young Javid Bowen, I think his his matchup will be very good. From what I saw of the the Dragons outside defence the other night on the on their right hand side was not too crash hot. So if he's on the left, then he could be giving them a bit of a bath. But uh, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, there's there's not a lot to recommend there for the Dragons if they maybe if they get some balls to their outside backs. Fifi Lowe's got some decent speed and uh, Lafai we finally saw in the clear the other day. But uh, and Kurt Mann is cheap, of course. Um, he has played a, played a lot of centre for Melbourne. So, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see where he actually plays. Um, I hope they don't play him at fullback. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Nightingale's pretty safe at the back. So, yeah. I mean, there's there's some sense in it from that perspective. I just don't know how man would go on the wing. But anyway, Raiders dogs. This is the one that we're doing with fan sports. Um, should be a high-scoring affair, you would think, which would be great uh, as far as trying to trying to pick those uh, players. CSLO returning for Josh Papali, of course, in the Queensland side. Sean Fensom's back for Luke Bateman, who goes back to a five-man bench. Tim Brown, Raymond Fatala, Marina come in for David Clemmer and Josh Jackson. Danny Fulalo added to the bench. No Tony Williams again, despite those guys missing for the dogs. A lot of names here. Jared Croker, Jordan Rapana, Joey Lolua, Soliola, Elliot Whitehead for the Raiders. Guys like James Graham, Adam Tolman, Moses M by Kerrod Holland for the Dogs. Andrew, it's got to be a high scorer. I mean, you know, where are you going? Oh, there's a lot of potential here, isn't there? I mean, the way that Canberra defend and, and, and the Doggies, <laughs> I, I, don't, I just don't know where to start, really. Okay, so... 
depending on if Morris is there or not, I, I really like Leilu and Rapata. That side is, I mean, those two are just so dynamic. And then you've got Croker as well, who is, you know, always on top of the point scorers list. Uh, so you, you need to get him in the team if you don't already have him. Um, Kerrit Holland's, I think, got six from six last week, and he only and, and he only scored fifty one points. So, I mean, averages tell he he's, he might go up as well. And and uh, Mariner too, Fatala Mariner, he's at a decent price, um, and you know he's going to get a lot of game time. So, I mean, there's so many different options. Soyola back from injury, and and then we've got Shannon Boyd as well, who's you know going up against a weakened Canterbury pack. So I think there's some some really good options there that you can really have a look at because, you know, it's not a waste of a trade either because the guys are playing next week. So um, that's Canberra. So, yeah, it's always, yeah, like I said, take your pick there. Ryan, let's look at it from our private comp, the Supercoach Pros comp on fan sports. Who are you going to be targeting? I mean, we don't have the prices out yet, but we can have some indication um, based upon, of course, previous games and, and super coach prices. Are there guys there that you think they you know, they're gonna be must haves in your lineup? Yeah. Um Tyrone Phillips. Yeah. Um hundred percent uh dude can score a try. Um and the dogs seem to like going to his side of the field as well. Um having said that, Curtis Rayner and Sam Perrett have also been going well. It saves yeah, probably the full back and the two wingers um for the dogs I quite like. Um in comparison, obviously, you have Jordan Rapana, who is on a, on a bit of a tear at the moment, um, and Jared Craiger, who can be up and down, just depending. Um, last week against New Zealand, he almost scored every single point, I think, um, towards the end. Um, with the forwards, Soliola, um, I, I think, and Whitehead will, will go quite well, um, whereas uh, for the dogs, James Graham um, and Tolman. And even probably Greg Eastwood are, are pretty good picks as well. So you've got a real selection there. There's some um, pretty high, uh, pretty high scoring potential um, in between both these sides. It's going to be interesting which half that you pick because that one, you know, all four halves, left half or right half for both teams, um, they haven't done as well playing against either Raiders or or the Bulldogs, but probably the one. Um, that's closest to average is Bulldogs against right half. So maybe Blake Austin, who did pretty well last week, is again that option. It should be at a reasonable price. Um, let's move on to the Night Seals game. I should say, of course, you can go www.supercoachpros.com, follow the links, join up to that private comp, 50 bucks on the line, fan sports. Uh, a great deal they've done for us there. Uh, get on board. Knights for the Eels. Jake Mamo uh, goes to fullback with... Uh, Corey Dennis on the wing. Jalen Feeney's the new 5'8", as we said earlier. Brock Lamb out injured. Sam Matiora returns at prop. There's no Jake Stockwell. Corbin Sims back to the bench for Daniel Saifidi, who was excellent last week. Val Tai is in for Michael Jennings there, the only change with the Eels. Maybe the Sims brothers or Matiora for the Knights. It's going to be tough to pick anyone there. But in the on the flip side, Sammy Radraja likely to hit three figures. Kieran Fawn, Corey Norman should both do well. Manu Ma'u, even Brad Takarangi, Pete. Um, surely the Eagles come back into form here and some of their players hit the super coach pay dirt. Well, you'd think so. Like, um, like they came up against, to be fair, they came up against a very good Melbourne team last, last night, um, who, who we know are misers on the field and super coach wise. So, 
yeah, this is their big opportunity, Parramatta. They shouldn't think about, you know, needing 12 from 14 or 13 from 14, whatever it is, and just use the old rugby league cliche and take it one week at a time. But, yeah, you mentioned the names there, like Rad Radra, Tautai, Takarangi, the obvious ones. Uh, young Gutherson's uh, not a bad option either. I think that would be your, your places to go there. Um, but, yeah, uh, like as you said, Mao and, and Marara as well have been in terrific form. I'm a little bit surprised Bo Scott didn't make origin. So, yeah, any of those fellas, and uh, I think they should do you pretty well against Newcastle this week. Yeah, and um, Andrew, you know, just crossed you for fan sports uh, wise. We enjoy doing that Monday night game. If you take us on on Sunday, if you can get a portion of that um, prize, the free prize, buddy, why not put in that Monday comp? We're all going to be playing it too. Um, is there someone there that, that you see that way, or is there anyone across the round that you like fan sports wise? I do like the game that we're, we've, you know, we're. Going after the Raiders and yep. Bulldogs, I said it before. There's, I mean, there's so many options there, so many different points of differences that we can. It's actually going to be a really good uh, indication of where we're all at. And um, <laughs> with the uh, with the Monday night game, I mean, I sound like a broken record, but you know, you're just loading up on Parramatta players again. <laughs> Go up against the Knights. Maybe yeah. Daniel Saifidi, if he's as cheap as he was last week. He could, uh, he could be someone that you're throwing in there just purely um, for the money. And Paulie Paulie was also pretty good last week, uh, maybe against his old club. That could be interesting as well. I tell you what, I can't wait for that Raiders Bulldogs private club because I think the points on the field will be going thick and fast, which means our fair sports points will be going up and down like a yo-yo. It'll be great to, to watch, uh, that's for sure. So make sure you sign up there. Uh, just go to www.supercoachpros.com, follow the links and join in the fun. Let's go to the tweets now. We've got uh, one here from Josh at Supercatch Pros. One of my trades will be to bring Bowen into my team, but who should I trade him out for? Josh Mansour or Nathan Davis? Ryan, uh, what's your thoughts there? Um, yeah, look, I think definitely Nathan Davis, um, purely because Mansour is probably going to, in the end, I mean, I'm not sure of uh, his strategy, but in the end, um, Mansour is going to get more points for you. Um, than Nathan Davis, basically. Um, Davis is on the downward slide, isn't he, really? Even though he's been back in the lineup, we're not seeing him put up the points he did earlier in the year. Yeah, that's exactly right. He's um, levelling out to a, um, to a, lower, to a lower score. Um, and I think Mansour, um, yeah, will definitely be above him. I, Mansell buys in round 12 and 15 now. He's been picked for origin as well. Maybe that helps you keep him because, you know, he, he's not going to miss other games during that period like some other origin players do. You're probably trying to move on from both of them at some point. Obviously, Nathan Davis plays round 15, so if you were desperate to keep hold of him, you could until then. But I think ultimately, you, as Andrew talked about earlier, this is the time where you try to you know, roll over those players, make cash on them and then really build it, build that up with getting the studs. And I think there's two players that, you know, money-wise aren't going to do much for you. Move them on, try to get some cheapies in there that can make you some quick cash that you can convert down the line. Um, I think whoever you get rid of will be perfectly fine because probably the following week you're getting rid of the other one or maybe two weeks' time. Um good one from Drew Johnson here. He's asking... You know, he's got two different plans, so we'll go through both. At Supercoach Pros, trade out Cameron Smith for um, also Chanel Matalia 
Jackson Hastings and Brent, Brendan Lawrence to bring in Mitch Rain, James Graham, Jarvid Bowen and Ben Hunt. Looking to get to 13 players for round 12. He has a plan B if he wants to keep Cameron Smith and that would be to get rid of Vunivalu along with Mataudia, Lawrence and Hastings and obviously Bowen comes in with Addo Carr under that strategy with Ben Hunt and one of Manu Mau, Mike Cooper or Sean Fensom. There would be no James Graham because he can't quite uh, get him under his cap. Uh, Andrew Drew, you know, one of our regular listeners, he's just outside the top 1,000, so he's playing for keeps. He's using a lot of trades here, but obviously he needs to keep those points up. He can't afford to let guys slip in ahead of him who've got 16, 17 playing over origin. He has to bring in some big names. Um, of the guys he's sort of mentioned, uh, you know, are any standout as definites for this period or, you know, over the others? Oh, it's a, it, it's difficult. I mean, if he's burning up trades, I mean, I like. I'm, I'm. I mean, Cameron Smith is for me. He's a master towards the end of the season. So, because um, there aren't too many jumping out, too many hookers jumping out at the moment. So, um, for me, I'm, I'm I'm saving Cameron Smith. Just yeah. I don't want to burn a trade on it. And he's used every trade too, Drew. Yeah, so that's right. So, so he's really, you know, another four here. He's not, that's fine to do that at the moment because he's trying to really he's really fighting for that top you know he's like yeah, the top I, I like thousand, that. I mean, but he needs to have his big names around to the end or he'll 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 fade out. That's right, and I mean I think Vunavala he's going to go up in price in another two weeks as well. So I don't know if you if you're burning him too soon. I, I think getting, maybe getting rid of Hastings. It seems like he's on the on the outer. At the moment, it's on the outer, but he's one. You know, if he gets another game, he's bound, bound to go up in price, mind you. Monetary wise, Drew's around the nine million, so he's not exactly desperate for the cash. Yeah, and I guess Bowen and Addo, Addo cars they are going to go up, aren't they? So, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a tricky one. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, I like, like I said, I like the second his plan B. Just it saves Corey Corey Smith, and and you know. You know, he's burning Vunavala, but he's getting Bowen out of the car. So, I mean, yeah, I think I think that's probably the one I would go with. It's interesting with, um, you know, Sean Fensom hasn't been putting up the numbers. He goes off after the 60-minute mark. We've looked at him through the predictor. You know, all scores around the 50s for the next three rounds in the buy, and then, the, then a similar score. Then you look at Ben Hunt, 87 this round, a good matchup against the Tigers, and then close to 70 next week. So there's some good ones there. I think that's a good choice. Uh, Mike Cooper, um, similarly, you know, the 50 scores as Fensum. Manu Ma'u, a bit higher there, more closer to the 60s. So maybe you're ending there, but obviously you've got the off-field stuff, dramas with the Eels. That could also be holding you back a bit. I don't. Yeah, James Graham's going to be that little bit high. So obviously missing him is going to be a big deal as well. Pete, one thing we should mention in regards to all this, if you're you know, looking at Drew's tactics in general, if you're playing head-to-head and you've, you want to use these trades or you're thinking, I need to get more players on the park, um, you know, talk us through something we've talked about on the show in the past about making those mid-round trades Obviously, Drew going for overall, he's got to get those guys out on the park before. But if you're not in that situation and you've got an easier matchup head-to-head, make sure you take a look at the opponent who you're playing because if it's an easy round, Pete, you can always hold off on a couple of those trades. And if you get desperate, you can make them mid-round, can't you? Exactly right. Um, 
yeah, as you said, don't waste them. Have a look at um, who your opposition is and see, just see whether there is a, a difference in there that you can that you can go for. It might only be one player or two players. That, it just has to be a little bit different that you're one step ahead of already without, um, without, as you said, blowing your trades on him. Always remember that if you do a mid-round trade, it can't be reversed. So that's the one sort of drawback. I'll tell you what, Drew, my advice would be you're going to be making changes, reversing and making, reversing and pretty much from now up until just before kickoff on Friday, trying to get that right combination in there. Feel free to write to us on Twitter between now and then if you just need a bit of help from the predictor. We've tried to go through some of those names for you there, but obviously if there's others, um, we will do our best to answer for you as well using that. Predict the scoreline. Manu Mayu may be the best there out of the ones you mentioned. That's about it for us. Um, guys, another top show. Can't wait for next week. Um, we'll be talking a bit more about Origin and as well as, of course, regular footy, regular supercoach, fan sports. Um, fan sports this Sunday in the private comp. It's going to be great, Andrew. We'll uh, be talking to you over the weekend, no doubt. Yeah, mate, can't wait. And uh, go Manly against the boy, eh? Get the two points. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, thank you very much. Uh, not so easy uh, this week for your boys, however, against the Cowboys, albeit depleted Cowboys. <laughs> Yeah, still a strong Cowboys team, so it should be an interesting game. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And Ryan, Pete had to mention it, didn't he, earlier in the in the show about that game against the Baby Broncos. Where this one is definitely not going to be easy up there, even though they're missing nothing. They're missing six regulars. Yeah, it's still an impressive team. They got their two best players. Yeah, the halves. That's where you could make some. Uh, money fan sports wise those two players for sure in your all of rounds and of course uh, if you're just going into one up games I'm Paulie G that is it make sure you download there on iTunes or on the website www.supercoachpros.com and of course follow us on Twitter at supercoachpros we will talk to you for the fan over the weekend on Twitter about our fan sports comp and of course we'll be back with the roundtable podcast next week bye for now